This is Channel 253 Sports. I got I got engaged at the, uh, my wife and I last minute went to Toronto for the Sounders win. Hey, we were there. Oh, yeah? Yep. Sweet. We just, high school. We didn't oh. know each other. Yeah. Yeah. I was staying with Hugo and Sonar. Hey, um, yeah. I know Hugo. Yeah, we, we actually got last That's minute, my season ticket rep, she, she called me up yeah, on so Wednesday and she said, hey, Steph, I know you've been looking for tickets because we were kind of on the fence, on the fence. Um, and she said, the only tickets we have available, we have like t- uh, 15 of them or something, is behind the players' benches in the spaces reserved I for the guess. players. I, if I, I yeah, suppose. so we got this awesome deal yeah. for these, <laughs> you know, uh, right in the middle of the field and the midfield tickets like... 20 rows lost, up. Yeah. And so we were in that a Toronto us, section. Uh, for the loss. Yeah, for 2017, that's where we were. Oh, you got... The other side of the field. Oh, okay. And so, like, we were standing, and, like, all these Toronto fans were looking at us, and we're just like... <laughs> I didn't choose a seat. Yeah, yeah. It was, my wife was like, shut up, shut up, because thank goodness they're Canadians and kind, and, oh, yeah. you know, no one's going to mess with They were this, dope. Uh, what are you doing seats, eh? It's Holy like, shit. Can't find it anywhere, but it's yeah, dope. Yeah, it is. Um, mm. But we would, every time Toronto did a chant, I would change the words really quickly to make them a Sounders chant, and it's just like, I'm loud, and I'm just like belting it out, and you just see all these guys like... <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at us, and she's like, "Shut up!" I'm like, "Oh, the Sounders!" You know, like, yeah. "Oh, my God, wife!" It was. I was my trolling. Wife and your her. wife would totally get along. <laughs> oh, I know. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. I love the, the, the sound of ice clinking into a glass. Yeah. There's nothing better. It's like portent of what's to come. It is. Like, it's oh, it's definitely a, uh, what do you call it? Well, a portent, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the audio aperitif. <laughs> Everyone's thirsty. God dang it. Uh, what's your poison, guys? Oh, man. Reposado, añejo, or canela? The hot donkey. So, go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. Um, we, uh, oh, we've, uh, we're have we're fans of the silver and the repo. We I don't know if we've had the añejo. Yeah, I brought the añejo. It had the Did black you? wax top on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Special edition. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Mmm. And then the hot donkey for dessert. Can you... You want to go through one of each, the, and then we yeah. can, you know, either go through the it, age or, just, or whatever. Yeah. Sploosh. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I think. I mean, I'll, I'll drink whatever. So whatever's yeah. left over. Yeah, I think yeah, my, uh, I think my, I think my medication's up to date, so we should be okay. Now you're on new medication. <laughs> okay. So are you recording now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're hot. We haven't introed, but we can. Do your thing, man. Hey everybody, this is Steve, and you are listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. We are here on a remote at Black Rock Spirits here in South Downtown, Seattle, Washington, on First Ave. He said South Downtown, yeah, what do you, Square. What else does... Mofo. Yeah. It's called yeah. Soto Mofo. Soto Mojo here uh, with, uh, um, I, you know, I forgot your name, ah! Stefan... <laughs> Stefan Shocktel. Stefan Shocktel. Stefan Shocktel. And... and He's very busy pouring spirits for us right now. 
uh, because we are at Black Rock Spirits, home of Sparkle Donkey, this show's favorite tequila. Now, Black Rock Spirits is not a sponsor of the show that we know of and <laughs> yet, uh yet, yet we are we are but we are in spirit that's right um so anyway we're here just to kind of hang out and talk with uh stefan about his business his ties to the soccer community so did you know that stefan used to be a goalkeeper tim i did not well now you know um also with me in studio of course is tim hamilton that's me and the perennial Nate Bowling, Nate from Tacoma. I'm actually not here to talk soccer. Do not hit that. <laughs> you knew that was coming. I'm, you saw the phone beam. I'm released. here for the benefits. So, like, real talk, I've been a Spark Monkey fan for a minute. Mm-hmm. And just, what is this right now? I think that's the Añejo you're drinking. I, I'll come back to this last. This is. That's, yeah, that's, you need. That's yeah, definitely that's a. Start a with the, yeah. The kitty drinks. Probably last, but before the, right before the hot dunk. You can pass that around. This is the hot. Yeah, right I'm going to start with the silver. Reposado. Yeah, let's pass those around. Mm. All right, so uh, while we so Black, yeah, Black Rock Spirits, oh, a yeah. purveyor of Get fine, fine spirits. Could do your elevator pitch, brother. Well, Sparkle Donkey Tequila, the most ridiculous name we could think of. Wait, is that where it came Sparkle. from? Is that where um, it came from? Just how 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 ridiculous can we get? Well, we have a couple different origin stories. Probably okay. the most uh, valid one is you know on the website you were talking about the the documentary of El Burro Sparkle, <laughs> the rich history. <laughs> The legend. Of course you've heard. Uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have a couple different origin mm. stories, but truly uh, Sparkle Donkey is the most ridiculous name we could think of. It's one of those names that two words that don't go together in any sentence, mm-hmm. possible sentence, unless now you say, I love Sparkle Donkey tequila. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you just remember it. You know, we talked earlier about all these other tequila companies. It's easy to forget their name, mm-hmm. uh, but no one forgets. Sparkle the donk. donkey. <laughs> yeah. So how did you come up with the uh, the actual translation? Obviously, that's that's not a uh, that's not a, 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 a direct translation. Google Translate does not. So, okay. So my mom, my mom, my mom emigrated from Mexico, and so okay. when I uh, from Chihuahua State, and when I told her, I was like, "Mom, we're doing this tequila. It's called Sparkle Donkey," and she was like. <gasps> Okay. <laughs> Sparkle donkey. Okay, okay. I thought it was going to be a heartfelt thing. Like, oh, like I'm so proud. I remember no, my no. sparkly donkey from when I was a six-year-old girl. Finally, someone will tell the legend. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite go down like that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so we, uh, I told her, so it's called Sparkle Donkey Mom, and we're going to call it uh, El Burro Esparcalo. And you can see kind of on the bottom of our label, I don't know if you've seen it, but like the crest that goes underneath mm-hmm. the Yeah, with the, the little conquistador, yeah. Almost with like the halberd. Exactly. <laughs> the koa. Is, you know, is a it's koa? A, it's a koa. That's, oh, okay. that's the tool that uh, humidors use to cut the agave. To oh. Um, so, it's, uh, so it's this donkey with uh, this, uh, this koa um, and armor. So Oh, that's agave uh, so crest. It's called uh, El Burro Esparclo. And she's like, ay, Esteban. Sabes que? <laughs> a sparkle is not a real word. I'm like, I know, mom. That's the joke. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's basically like. Oh, that's, my Lord. As gringos would say, you just put an O at the end of it and make, it makes it <laughs> yeah, official. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally speaking. Like, the thing is, like, the, the most direct translation Lata? for. Uh, yeah, that's. That's the, the silver. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, it's silver. Yeah. Um, but uh, the the most direct translation for sparkle is brillante, yeah. you know, mm. and it's just like if you put el burro brillante, everyone's gonna be like the brilliant. That's donkey. a smart donkey, <laughs> <laughs> like that Shrek donkey. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, how prestigious. The, the most brilliant of all donkeys. Donkey. Of the ride. That's a totally different origin story. <laughs> That's going to be our extra Añejo, the brilliant burro. Yeah, so it's uh, we did uh, El, El Burro Sparkle. You're right. It's not a direct translation. Yeah. But it communicates. <laughs> it communicates, which is, you know, the point. It's it's more about the branding and the, <laughs> the milieu. <laughs> no, it, it, all you got to do is just get in there and yep, it'll stay the in there. earworm. The earworm. Yeah. Uh-huh. The earworm. Baby shark. Doo-doo, yeah, exactly. That yep. stuff. No. That sticks in there. No. I was told there would be no singing in this podcast. Like, okay, what's that one song? I mean, this is not a sponsor either, but Cars for Kids. You cannot hear that, and now you're singing it to yourself. I've never heard it. Don't. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right. Cars for Kids. Can I just mm. moments away from... Uh, Point of order. The There's like banana notes on the back of the silver. Mm-hmm. That's delightful. That reminds me, actually, of uh, some of my favorite rums, like Rain Nephews. It's got a nice kind of banana finish on Rain it. Rain Nephews, I, nephew. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, if we're going to sample all of these, I'm, I'm excited for my evening. Yep, it's going to be a lovely <laughs> we'll, evening. We'll, a lovely. We'll evening. probably sample a couple of them twice. So, so, so how, why did you decide to, 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 I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Commission a tequila. Well, we came out with another brand first. We uh, were the guys that came out with Bacon Vodka, um, mm-hmm. and we launched that like in 2009. We didn't know if the world was ready for a bacon-flavored vodka. And as it turns out, it was. <laughs> it turns out it was. Uh, <laughs> kind of surprised everyone. Um, but we uh, we launched that, and, and that got, you know, kind of uh, a nationwide distribution from coast to coast, which was fantastic. You know, a lot of small brands, they, they wish they had that momentum, mm-hmm. and we did. Fortunately, totally. we had a bacon-flavored vodka, and people were super curious about it was that there was a time where everything was bacon flavored i mean yeah. you had like lip balm you had air fresheners oh, yeah. you probably have and everyone soups. sent us a sample of that oh, everything right. so on the market bacon salt and yeah uh, that i think that might still be a thing but how did you survive when all this other stuff just became like faded away point of order isn't bacon salt salt isn't Bacon salt flavored. You're gonna just you're gonna anyway, go down there. Go like, oh sorry. no, they call French fries fries in France. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> this from the dude who said, "Aren't we on Capitol Hill?" <laughs> and you can see the stadiums. <laughs> He's out thinking himself. You don't get to well, actually, sir. You don't get to well, actually. <laughs> so, uh, how did you survive the 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 bacon trend? The bacon craze. Well, we were fortunate. We kind of came out right at the onset of that. So, mm-hmm. bacon was just kind of starting to happen. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have a funny story. When we launched Bacon Vodka, uh, we got an email from the guys that do bacon salt because they're also they were based here before mm-hmm. they sold the company, and they said, "Hey guys, you know, we, uh, people have been questioning us, uh, thinking that we're the guys behind Bacon Vodka. We should meet." And of course, we had just launched Bacon. We were intimidated. We're like, right. oh, "No, no, no, no! They're going to crush us." The bacon salt, uh, like a season to kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> bacon mafia, the bacon mafia. Well, we've stumbled onto something too powerful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we ignored it, and then they emailed us uh, you know a few weeks later, and they're like, "Hey guys, we really should meet because everyone thinks that they were did the bacon vodka guys too." Like the kid that and discovers so we, fusion in his basement. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because we and that's really kind of how we started bacon, right? So we right. Were just doing you know uh, uh, infusions and fat washing yeah, okay. in, in Sven's uh, kitchen, like some odd apothecary <laughs> of bubbling you know cauldrons, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Anyway, so we made a deal to meet the bacon salt guys over in Georgetown, and we actually went early to scout it out. We made sure there's bacon vodka <laughs> posters everywhere. <laughs> guys, fantastic. It was three, it was three get into the van. Get into the van. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we got to make sure, you know, like, you, you know, trying to get, you know, bacon vodka bottles on the shelf. Did, did you guys used to have, like, that big red K logo or something like that? 
Well, it's BKON. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see some old vintage but, bottles. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I um, mean, to derail. It's a big square bottle. Anyway, but your branding so, right now is on point. Oh yeah. By the way, that looks yeah, gorgeous. Thank you very much. Um, anyway, but anyway, so we meet those guys. It was like three of them. Pass that silver, please. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget about <laughs> yeah. the tequila. Uh, so we met them like face to face, and there was three of them, three of us, and it was kind of like these two mafia families. Like, <laughs> you know, there's a look both ways. A scout at the door. You got to stand in a kiddie pool, make sure nobody's wearing a wire. It's like yeah, the exactly. Matrix. It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> You hold sunglasses on. You're staring at each other across 20 feet. (laughs) Bacon with a K. Exactly. But anyway, go ahead. So the thing I've always wondered about from afar is, is so we mentioned before we started recording, I visited Tequila, Mexico, like did the whole plantation tour. How does one operate a tequila operation out of Seattle, Washington? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the world's a smaller place now. I mean, I think 30, 40 years ago would have been much more difficult. I mean, much more difficult battle. But it's... Tequila is such a huge industry, and it's modernized so much that there there are opportunities, especially if you're already in the liquor space. I mean, kind of going back to what you uh, said earlier, when we decided to launch a tequila, it was like, okay, so how do we how do we do this? Are we going to import something? Are we looking for an existing brand? And we had so many ideas on. Well, <clears throat> we're, we're tequila drinkers. We love tequila. Let's do something, but let's do it our way. And you know, we can get in the market and afterwards, but. Like just let's make it ridiculous. Let's come out with a super interesting backstory, almost like the most interesting man in the world, where you know he's not, <laughs> you know he's not real, but you want to believe it's real. Like, right. please be real, please be real. So it was like that with El Burro Sparkler. We're like, let's let's make it so that when people read the background and we talk about us being the world's oldest tequila, uh, you know, without <laughs> like, you know all this like you know this advertising that proves without a doubt that we're the world's right. oldest. I mean, you can't argue with. Facts, the Niet poster over yeah. there. <laughs> facts. Yeah. F-A-X. F-A-X. So we, oh, we wanted to do magic. tequila, and we we, we started, uh, we went down to Mexico a couple times, visited some distilleries, and, you know, just like here, there's some distilleries that uh, will work with you to make, you know, your your brand, your label. Uh, so we tried different recipes and aerated uh, tequila versus non-aerated. Huh. Um, there's a lot of, you know, aging that will change the flavor profile, some blends. Uh, and we worked with one, and we ended up loving it. So we we told them our idea, and they said, "What? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call it what?" <laughs> and it was just so different that they got a kick out of it. And we uh, we started uh, bringing this into the states around 2013, I think. Sorry. We've been passing around the the uh, the silver or the plata. It's good. Um, now, I'm, enjoy- I'm I'm bogarting it over here. Tell, I mean, how for those of us that uh, don't know yeah. anything about tequila. Uh, just kind of give us the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, what's uh, a silver from, tequila? What's unique about your flavor profile? Well, stuff I mean, like it, that, Tim. Just, I mean, how do you make it? You know, it's uh, it's. Like what's the difference between the different expressions? As far as different uh, distilled spirits, I mean, uh, even the even like the pina. Like, so when I went on the tour, I was like, wait, tequila's made from what? Oh yeah, you just came, came back for tequila. Yeah, so an agave plant is is the size of a. Cow- Never mind, you're the pro, please. Yeah, it's it's. I believe it's in the lily fact, uh, lily family. So it's not even. It looks like a cactus. I say so it looks like a giant aloe plant exactly right? but then you take huge mofo pineapple and you take everything else off yeah it's about you know seven eight years to to mature uh enough and it's all i think this is the reposado okay <laughs> so you it all takes it takes long enough to mature to get to a certain level of sugar uh, at that point you know after they test it they'll they'll cut the leaves off they uh quarter it roast it um and that's the the, the base uh uh, uh a product the base uh, ingredient for it right mm-hmm. um they take after they roast it they collect all that miel the honey they macerate it they run water uh, off of it 
try to extract all the sugars. Yeah. Um, and then they, our distillery uses a, a German yeast. Um, huh. They utilize that ferment, distill, uh, and uh, we have the silver. And the silver is fully unaged. It doesn't touch uh, wood for the most part. Um, shouldn't touch any wood. And uh, we cut it down with spring water, down to proof. Um, we aerate our tequila 48 hours, so it has a little bit of a lighter bouquet. And by, um, by aerate, you mean like actually put out in the open or you like bubbling it through one of those little lemonade jobbers you see at the 7-eleven yeah, mostly like what you put your laundry on just out on the line <laughs> just beat it with the sticks yeah. you know yeah so we we just bu- essentially bubble oxygen through uh, uh get through some of those you know ball talk compounds um just we think it makes a, a lighter tequila um but that silver is is just you know straight off the still uh proof down um the reposado is I'm trying this to figure one, out. Okay, so yeah, this is the silver. This is repo. So I want that. Yeah, and silver is just clean, late. clean and crisp, but no aging, no wood, no nothing. aging, no wood. That's the silver. They, there's a, uh, a expression called a hoven, and that means young. young. Uh, that's from zero to two months, I believe. Um, then reposado means rested. That's two months to a year. Okay. Uh, then after that is añejo, which means aged. Mm. That's a year to two years. Uh, and then there's the extra añejo, super añejos after that. Now the uh, the distilling, uh, how do you distill it? I know there's like columns and pots and uh, what uh, the, the distillation process is essentially you, you boil it and then what uh, the, the alcohol boils at a different temperature than the water itself. Yeah. The and then you save that. Alcohol evaporates. Um, the It'll go up the, the still. Um, and uh, that's what's collected. Then it's you know distilled again, so it becomes stronger, uh, more more alcohol versus water because there's obviously steam in it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the after the it's double distilled after the alcohol comes off the second still. I believe it's at about eighty two percent. So it's brought down to like what ours is is uh, eighty proof, so forty percent. So it's add water down to that level. Right on. What are the nuances of negotiating the like liquor landscape? So you've got this kind of like renegade tequila brand that's competing with a bunch of brands that have been around for decades. Well, competing, <laughs> right? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Quote unquote, competing in. <laughs> you're really, you know, yeah. You're the you're the, you're the new tequila on the block, right? Well, thank you. Uh, tip of the competing. I enjoy that. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I will post that. Uh, I'd like to think we are. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're, we're small potatoes in the whole uh, scheme of things. Um, you know, one of, the, one of our goals and one of our realizations very early on was that in order for us to compete on any level, even just on a local level, you have to have something unique. Either you have a ton of money and you're going to throw a bunch of money at the, at the problem, get, get your name out that way, buy billboards. We don't have that. So mm-hmm. we really depend on word of mouth and this sort of like the label presence. So when people see it on the shelf, they're like, what is that? You know, <laughs> and that's what's great about being at the bars is that people will be like, what is that? Sparkle donkey? What, that, I must be reading that wrong. You bring the bottle and, closer. And, oh, yeah. And you could read that from a, a hot 40 feet away. <laughs> well, I mean, it, essentially, everyone's got their yep, own they got thing. It. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, I guess Jose's got that square with the orange or, or the, the yellow label and everybody's got a different Patron has done a decent job of marketing with that green box and that, that stubby bottle. Um, how, where do you, where do you find yourself on the shelf and who, I guess, whose business are you trying to, trying to capture anybody that drinks tequila or 
what is it that Do you uh, have a target demographic? <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying it's to nerd out. Check. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we, what? Uh, well, I guess who's your closest competition? You know, it's it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, you know, you you're in the business too. You understand that the, the, a lot of people say, "Well, who's your competitor?" Right? Um, and it's it's tough because we are we're not really going after one specific demographic. It's really like as long as people are drinking it, who gives? Yeah, it? and it's I mean, it's it's not so broad as that. It's really like. You know, obviously, we want people who get the joke, get get the humor behind it. Where we have a really, I think, classic and thorough and over the top backstory. Uh, at the same time, we treat it very seriously, and we want people to look at it and be like, "There's no way that's real." But I, you know, like I said, like <laughs> I want to believe it's real. Yeah, right. um, I want to believe it's real, and so we we kind of go after that on some level. People kind of do get the tongue in cheek humor. Um, we also go after, I think. A lot of industry folks that they're so used to and beaten over the head with <clears throat> that that same story of you know for fourteen generations that <laughs> recipe's been in my life. and I, I remember I did a, a sales presentation in Texas when we were talking about bringing it in there and I told those guys like I said you guys know this is a group of sales reps I'm like you guys know that, that every tequila company has that story for fourteen generations and then I did finish my presentation and as I was closing the door the guy behind me was a tequila guy and I'm not joking he said. <laughs> So for 14 generations, like, oh god! I just that totally validates you, and, and nobody's just, even listening. I, I, to as the door closed, I hear it for 14 generations. Click! I'm like, oh man, that, you got to know that all the sales reps in that room were like, oh my god, god. It's, it's true. <laughs> the prophecy, the prophecy is it's so refreshing, and and we need that. It's just to, we're spoon fed stuff, and we're told. To, to like this because it's a, a high dollar or because it's special. Like, it, we just need to freaking make the, simplify things. So, as yeah, a. The as bottle a, gets it off the shelf, the taste gets you to buy it again. That's right. A, that's and that's, that's exactly right. The first time I saw this, I'm like, wow, I got to try that just because of the name. I bet it tastes like shit. And. <laughs> I Facts. And, and exactly. You remember that first yeah. time we saw that shit at Central or wherever it was. And we're like, Oh my God, that is delicious! I think the first one we had was the Reposado mm -hmm. because we didn't want to mess with the silver because we weren't, you know. It's like, yeah, you wanted you know, to sip it. You, you want to try the aura. Yeah. Of there was the no, 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 no. We just didn't want to, like, yeah. you know, be in we the don't bathroom. Drink any silver? Uh, <laughs> we're not where I come group. from, yeah. man. Fourteen generation. <laughs> of reposado drinkers. <laughs> and the livers to yeah. prove it. So oh my going goodness. back to that, it's like in the industry, you hear that story so many times about authenticity, which is right. great, so heritage, which is important, especially fucking with agave. It's, great product. Is a huge, it's a huge component of agave farming and production and mezcal production and the distilladoras and tequila production. That's a real valid story. But we don't have that. So we thought, let's just make it up and let's get so over the top. So like that it's saying, obvious go to the website. It's, and it's, right. it's so obvious, but occasionally you have people <laughs> that are like, "How come I've never heard of this tequila? It's the world's oldest." <laughs> Tell me more. I'm a, I'm a tequila historian. I love part of the story. <laughs> they were left without tequila for almost two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How did they survive? Where's the daughter yeah. party here? That has so much gravitas. That that the pause, the pause. Like they were left without tequila. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Oh. Yeah, it's. So the thing for me is, is that like, oh. it's a local brand that's delicious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the only tequilas that's like affordable to me mm -hmm. that like when I order, I'm like, they like, do you need wheels? Absolutely not. Like, nope. keep yeah. that lime and salt the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. 
like this isn't so even the silver is sippable but like this Añejo is y'all have, have y'all tried this yet? I haven't done uh, the Añejo we we're still on the repo I think this is the repo I've been okay. yep. oh, I've been bombarding the repo puff, puff, yeah. and, and the Reposado <laughs> so do you, uh, before we move on to the Reposado do you have any uh, tasting notes for the silver? you know what I think one of you guys mentioned it maybe uh, that it's like if you if it's a good tequila by all means drink it you know like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not one to tell you this is better than this like <laughs> You, if whatever no, profile works for you, go for it, right? Um, and it's funny because people talk about tasting notes. Like we we get a lot of tasting notes from different review sites, and they always say things that kind of blow our minds. Like uh, the Reposado, there's one that they came back and they said like hints of roasted plantain. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I can use that too many. I tried to drink the microphone and I'm talking into the glass. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of buzzwords that come out, and I think that people are used to hearing them when it's like crisp, clean, pure. But it is a, if there's a caramelized finish to it, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it has that kind of robust, it's beautiful. honey. It's, honestly, mm-hmm. I, yep. I thought this was somebody had some like cotton candy chapstick on or something. I'm, just, yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I'm, I'm also mm-hmm. smelling the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the record, I'm wearing it. cotton candy chapstick. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 <laughs> that's a different oil. podcast yeah. altogether. <laughs> what kind of show is this? <laughs> yeah. Next to the stage, cotton candy chapstick. <laughs> Could we talk Venue a little sponsor. bit about your involvement in the, in the soccer community and like how you've plugged in with the local soccer community? Because yep, yep. that's kind of how we got here and got to know you. Mm-hmm. And like why I yeah. think your brand is so special. Awesome, man. I, I mean, the thing is, like, I I grew up with soccer. My dad immigrated from Germany. So my mom immigrated from Mexico. My dad immigrated from Germany. And uh, so we grew up as a soccer family. We went to, I think, three World Cup finals, uh, four World Cups. Uh, and um, and so it's just like, so I just love watching soccer. And Wait, for the record, is this where Sven comes from yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> the highlands of Europe is where he comes from. <laughs> the northern lands. Uh, no, so fourteen generations. He's actually half Swedish, half German. So it's a. Uh, <laughs> we got to come out with another product just for his people now. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's, it's, so when uh, when MLS announced that uh, Seattle was getting a team, I called my dad up and I'm like, Bob, we got to buy season tickets day one. So we got, you know, phase one, early section 113, right? Nice. So we got, uh, we've, we've had the same seats for, you know, 10 now to 11 years. Um, but uh, so early on when we were doing uh, Sparkle Donkey, uh, I would always go to the game and tweet about under Sparkle Donkey's account because we're a small company. So I'd be on the Sparkle Donkey, you know, Twitter account talking about soccer and just like, you know, personally and then, you know, trying to obviously we had a bunch of bars uh not to name drop but like you know fuel has been uh mike over there has been just a solid supporter of our our company and so we'd always go there drink sparkle donkey before the games uh and you know the bars around here central uh uh had sparkle donkey mm-hmm. always having drinks there so it, it kind of it just started clicking and then i think that because you know being a member of ecs and talking about it through ecs too that it started resonating, I think, with a, with a few people, and you know, is- yeah, ECS is a tough nut to crack. Like you, if if you come in with I'm Joe Corporate, they're like, oh, get the fuck out of here. But if you sneak in, like, there's a tequila you should probably try. I don't know who makes it, but like, <laughs> then it's like, oh yeah, that's amazing. That's 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 my favorite. Who I makes that? I, don't know. I know a guy in my yeah. pocket uh, to the meeting. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a it's a little bit uh, you know touch and go a little bit because you. Like, listen, I own a company, but I'm also 
uh, a fan, and mm-hmm. I'm also a season ticket holder. And, and an so, ECS member, and, 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 and. And, 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 and right? Yep. So there's, there's something about it that is, you can say, okay, is, is it a company trying to get into a demographic, or is it a guy that's in that demographic already that owns a company and that's just a part of it. So I think that <clears throat> we've done, I think, a pretty good job of not like marketing overtly, <clears throat> and we're not an official sponsor of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but we always try to support any sort of events, any supporter group events. Uh, we always try to be there. We're, we're in almost all the soccer bars in town, and all the owners know that we're behind the team and behind the, uh, the supporters groups. Um, so I mean, that's it's just kind of there's some, you know, synchronicity there. So as Sparkle Donkey has taken off, what's happened with Bacon Vodka? Well, Bacon Vodka is still out there. It's just totally two different demographics. I mean, you're never going to do like shots of Bacon Vodka. You know, we, we definitely uh, say do I not. Can, challenge? Challenge? <laughs> challenge accepted. I can confirm. Nate, no, Nate, no. And that's the last we saw of him. <laughs> Walking down the hallway. He was once a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, bacon's still out there, but it's very Bloody Mary specific. Yeah, so, right. I mean, it's just... It's more cocktail. There's not a lot of morning yeah. games, you know. I mean, the, the 1 o'clock games is one thing. But, you know, bacon, I think, speaks to one audience, and that's Bloody Mary fans. Sparkle Donkey speaks to a totally different audience. It's, it's shots, it's margaritas, it's fun. It's, you know, like, let's get the party on. Let's get ready for, for an adventure. You know, that's what Sparkle Donkey's all about. And tequila, just as a category, it's... Arguably the funnest category, you know. <laughs> no, no, you're Tequila, exactly right. Because the whiskey, funnest category, whiskey and gin team. Some, they, they ha, no whiskey and gin kind of have bacon what? gin. No, I didn't, I'm not. I'm just saying the categories as themselves. So they, the, they're a little. Uh, I don't know. That's a we were emailing like scotch, back and you know, forth. You, you're sipping it. You don't go to a, a unless you're you know a whiskey whiskey just a, a, a gut rot whiskey. You usually end up like oh we're just sipping on this with the pretty ice cubes and the sticks and things in it but yeah that doesn't happen every category has it's like its own you know built-in audience like who drinks vodka well you know who drinks tequila there's a, it's a fun party crowd who drinks whiskey can be pretentious could be lighthearted. could be people who are just really interested in the heritage old man gin, on the front porch scotch drinking the know. old crow old granddad uh, so first off, <laughs> old crow is horrible. Oh, it absolutely is. Old granddad, old granddad is magical, is delightful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, very I got you. Very different. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Old crow. I, okay. You so. putting that in your iced tea, old man? So here's the thing: is, is I, <laughs> I like to go to the mule, and the mule has a special where you can get like a shot of old crow and like a hams. I want to say for like six bucks. And I ordered that one day, being cheap, could not finish it. I had to walk no. over the boat. I'm just like, I'd rather be sober. Back in the day when we, the people would bring uh, Old Crow uh, to parties and stuff, and they'd pass it around, like, you know, Ugh. midnight. Is that a dare? Like, <laughs> they're like, peck in the head? Peck in the head? I dare to drink this. No. <laughs> like, oh. Well, you said peck in the head. I guess I got to take a swig. Here we go. Peck so, in the head. Steve, really fast. I yes, was sir. looking at the thread at listener questions. Sure. And one of the questions from uh, favorite listener, John Murphy. Yes. And so I'm going to pose this to you. I have Please. my own simple answer. Uh, John Murphy wants to know, basically... He's not a big tequila guy. Yep. What should he do to get more into tequila? Well, the awesome thing about tequila is it's, you know, one of the fastest growing categories still. Uh, there are no shortage of great tequila bars in town. And at this point, almost every bar is going to have three or four tequilas. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, shy away maybe from the brands you've heard of. And that's the polite way of saying it. <laughs> and experiment a little bit because it doesn't cost that much to get into 100% agave Tequila, I mean, you could try Sparkle Donkey Silver. That's a great one. But you can also try the Fortaleza Silver. You can also try, 
you know, any of these other brands and, and you'll find one that you like. <clears throat> and more importantly, you'll find characteristics that you like so mm -hmm. that you start knowing what you like. You become an educated consumer of agave spirits branch out you just got to try different stuff you're not going to get one bottle and be like this is it i'm done for the rest right. of my life that seems like a sad way to live your life i mean there's just so many <laughs> great great uh products out there you should you should try you know more than a few so other than your brand uh of of tequila uh if you had to pick one or two that are your your favorite Ooh. favorite flavors on this uh this wonderful wow. bar that you have here um, um see we've had espalon we've had um, and and t courtesy of Tim, who's always bringing us booze on his dime yeah. to our show because he's an guy. animal. He's a he's guy. a great guy. Um, I think we've had the Los Abuelos. Uh, I think you brought that one time. Which one? The one on the left there, Los Abuelos. Uh, oh, yeah. oh no, wait, no. Uh, yeah, there's no. a rum. There's uh, a rum as well. We've we've yeah. had the Espelon. We've had uh, Hornitos. Uh, I think we've had Patron. Um, yeah, Hornitos is an is an old story. Yeah. It's a good one though. Yeah. Uh, listen, we drank a lot of Hornitos back yep. in the day before we came out. Oh, of yeah. Lucky. That was uh, El Inspirado. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, I'll tell you, there's, there's probably two that stand out right now okay. that I'm digging on. One of my parental favorites is the, it's actually a Sotol, and it's made in my mom's home state of Chihuahua. And so it's, you know, tequila in a sense is a, is a mezcal. Uh, mezcal is these kind of distilled agave spirits. Um, tequila is just one that happens to be made in, in a protected zone. So it's only four states in Mexico can make tequila. Has to be Blue Weber Agave. Has to be double distilled. Just like a champagne. Just like has you know, to be right. from the a protected appellation. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and yeah. Like legit, there's a city in Jalisco, Mexico called Tequila, where most of the tequila we drink is made. Right? <laughs> isn't there? Again. Isn't there a city called Cobble Wobble? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You should leave. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, back to so you and Sammy Hagar are pretty yeah, tight well, now, or crazy eighties. <laughs> you mentioned earlier, uh, and I wanted to get back to that. Um, you said it had to be one hundred percent agave. Now, please talk about the cheaper tequilas, and they're called mixtos, and why people have had such a bad experience drinking those versus the one hundred percent blue blue Weber. Yeah, I mean there are some. You know, mixto is a category in in Mexico. It's just. Uh, typically, like uh, uh, I want to say, sugarcane spirit, just like neutral, neutral sugarcane spirit, ethanol, no mango uh, stuff with <laughs> with uh, uh, agave spirit, and that's about 50-50, Um So there, the mixto exists, but it's very inexpensive because it's very inexpensive to produce. Essentially, if you have the tequila and then you water it down with with the sugarcane ethanol, and that's what you have. And so. I think because it's just not as oh, purified. That, just, that tastes like a hangover. Sorry, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> you have a great point. I mean, it's it's people's first experience is the cheap or the shot of Jose or whatever. But because it's not, you know, uh, your your hangover is going to be significantly better if you step up to the 100% agave, right? Yeah. Wait, so better and, and hydrate. Yeah, better hangover. Yeah, I was going to. And hydrate. I got, I got that too. Better hangovers. That's where people run, that's where their first experience is poor and then they just turn tequila off because, yeah. you know, they end up at, uh, at the company party on the, the copy machine and then doing some things, you know, texting exes. 
all the fun stuff that that, that they that their first tequila experience yeah. experience talking for the record. Yeah. From, from yep. My fat ass can't fit on any copy machine. Yeah. Pollock? So you just oh, no. so you just do a copy of one side of the cheek. Uh, yeah. So I'll break the glass. Yeah. I think that's um, we hear that all the time because we you know go to trade shows and and, and those kind of industry things all the time and people will say oh tequila oh my god I don't drink tequila yeah. oh the hangover tequila makes me go crazy tequila makes me take my tequila it's like tequila has this sort of ambiance that romanticism uh, yeah it's just, good or bad yeah mostly, mostly <laughs> bad for a lot of like uneducated uh, drinkers or inexperienced drinkers um, that they look at tequila and they're like I don't do that because that one night we have, we have a, a host on the show uh, Kevin Samira is, is pretty much <clears throat> having a tough time with tequila because of a bad experience or, oh, or yeah. six yeah, and it's like you you trace it back, and usually it's because they drank a really Damn expensive all tequila, tea. and you know, without naming any brands, we all know those those brands, right? Pancho so, <laughs> I'll name so it. So you you have these brands that it's just that you know that the experience won't be super positive, and because tequila is so aromatic and fragrant, mm. it's a it has flavor to it. <clears throat> so that being said, you can get this far away, like oh, I remember. Everything I don't like. Exactly. And that's what it is. Like, so I, I've, I've found that, I mean, my own personal terrible alcohol store was Black Velvet. Uh-huh. And still, Black Velvet is like, <sighs> I get there and I'm like, oh, that's it. That was, you know, whatever grade that was. Uh, if your tequila comes in a plastic bottle, <laughs> yeah. that's that's your mistake. Man, I got, in general. Oh, I got Black Velvet. I got two words. For Mother. those of you who are at Olympia that might remember, Mongolian Grill. Oh, I Good night. Were, I thought the words were "I apologize." <laughs> well, that's to the citizens of Canada. Be, wasn't me. <laughs> the best a man can get. Uh, uh, so did we? We talked about the uh, the reposado, right? I mean, reposado. Can we talk about hot donkey? Well, I mean, are we ready? Hot donkey. Oh, yeah, it's right here. So a little watered down, probably. So hot donkey's hilarious to me. Like, <laughs> so essentially, like. Tell me I'm, I'm stupid here. It, it, like you got on the fireball train and made a fireball tequila. Our joke is you got to clear uh, search terms after you look up hot donkey. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, what have I done? Why? We're a computer. We're a computer. Delete. I wasn't. No, this is. Oh God, I'm at the public library. You have a virus. Where's my boot disc? <laughs> no, it's. Uh, oh my God, hot donkey. Uh how do I describe hot donkey? Well, because you, you talked about the idea that, like, you're pretty irreverent about this. Yeah. So you're like, you know what? Irreverent is the right word. For I'm going to double down and make a fireball tequila and call it hot donkey. It's slightly more insulting than sparkle donkey. I mean, we have this vision that when you go to a bar and you're like, I'll have four hot donkeys. Everybody's like, what? Like, what'd you call me? Or, like, what did you say? That sounds like, uh, yeah, exactly. That is totally How do you make that? that? This is a family dive bar. Exactly. That's, that's a clear your search history kind of but a. Also, try it. It's delicious. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. lie. It is it's, delicious. It's clownish, but it's delightful. Yeah. Kind of like we everybody here. The everybody thing is, at the like, table. We, with tequila, tequila has like a, a, a distilled agave has a spicy note. I mean, you taste it in every tequila. It has a bit of a spicy note. Mm-hmm. So we thought like, God, I wonder what it would taste like with uh, with uh, cinnamon. And so we started playing around with it. And it, the spice of cinnamon, cinnamon, raw cinnamon is spicy. Yeah. You know, it's only when you add sugar that it becomes like the syrupy sweet <clears throat> that we're used to in brands like fireball and you know those are sweet, sorry so when, brands. when you went to tequila to your partners down there and we're like okay we're gonna do cinnamon now were they just like how do they respond to that well i think that part of them says like oh crazy americanos <laughs> <laughs> i mean part of them is probably like what the heck you know who are these guys doing something fun next Coming time to we're gonna have your frogs near you <laughs> the party the, the party uh but it's I think that we're we're trying to innovate a little bit without going too deep into like oh now it's raspberry now it's you know now it's a you know 
Fruit Loops well, tequila. Like, yeah, we don't want. We don't want. Don't to go name down names, that. Stephen. Don't name names. I'm not naming any. But names. we know a distiller that's gone that way, <laughs> and it's just all. It's bad. not pretty. It's not good. It's not good. It's, it's not a pretty. slippery slope, and they also don't give us time of day. But that's fine. <laughs> it's really easy to go down that path because it's so easy to do. You know, wacky flavors now because there's tons of flavor companies out there, yeah. and so there's been so much innovation, especially in vodka, that every flavor under the sun has been <clears throat> concocted, and there's. Eight variations of each one. So, what's the backstory on the uh, on the on the hot donkey? Was it so, so we we thought let's do a cinnamon let's let's play around with it, but we wanted to kind of mimic the flavor of the reposado because the reposado, like you guys tried, it's a little sweeter. You know, mm-hmm. we had a little agave nectar post distillation, so it has a bit of a honey you know burn to it, right? Um, so we thought it would work out, and I think it really does. So we add organic agave nectar, Mexican cinnamon extract to it. Um, to the reposado. So it's actually an aged ah. flavored tequila. And there's not that many flavored tequilas out there. About 10 years ago, I think Cuervo tried to launch like Singe. lime discontinued and it. Oh yeah, Hornitos has a has a lime shot, but it's not uh, 14 generations <laughs> from the mountains of big red chewing yeah. gum. From <laughs> the cinnamon. <laughs> from the big red mountain range. Yeah. <laughs> Does Patron that. still have the coffee uh, uh, yeah. piece that they have? I like that. That's yeah. good. That's and, tasty and stuff. A lot of those things, they have history in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like There is coffee, you know, uh, tequila cafe. There, that exists. There's there's other flavors that exist mm-hmm. out there that are have long heritage. Um, that have a long heritage. Uh, cinnamon is not one. Right. Uh, <laughs> so when we, we did the cinnamon, and the thing is, people loved it, but that singe came out mm. right before ours, and we had so many bars like, I tried it. Been cinnamon there. tequila yeah. don't work, right? Um, oh, but ours is different. That's what yeah, they all that's say. That's what they So I think we're <laughs> now that I think Singe is discontinued. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gone. You can find it in the, the discount rack at the yeah. uh, grocery outlet. So we so I think now we're because I think there's only like two two or three cinnamon tequilas in the market, you know. Um, and so we we're out there and people love it. I mean, it tastes great. You know, it has. Yeah, I mean, just to give you an idea, when we were doing all the mixing, I think you know we looked at the grams of sugar per ounce uh, per shot, and you know, Fireball has 15 grams of sugar per shot. Uh, uh, Jaeger has, I think, 16 or 17. has more sugar than Fireball. Uh, we have six grams on ours. And it's still sweet. I mean, it's sweet hmm. enough, right? So, and we're, we're big fans of it. Speaking of. First time I had the hot donkey was at a, uh, actually not too far from here, uh, closer to uh, the Georgetown was a like a taco tequila kind of a, a festival in, in one of the, um, I don't know, one of the... the, the not convention center, but down in Georgetown, they had this. I hope you were there. You, you tacos and tequila night. At yeah, the, we probably you we do that thing all the time. All the time. All right, it's well, all you need to let us know yeah. when the next one is. We'll make it happen. <laughs> Free tickets. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you buy, keep you, on coming to our you table. Buy, like, you buy five more tickets. Five more tickets. Five <laughs> you more buy in, and then you get, uh, and then you get uh, a couple of you know black tokens for tacos, and then white tokens for tequilas, and then you get to try the. Te- I love it because you get to, the hardest part about you know. Being an alcoholic is uh, that you, <laughs> the pull, hardest part. <laughs> pulling the trigger on a on a twenty five thirty dollar bottle, like I don't know if I'm gonna like that. It, you know, Smirnoff churro flavored, whatever. Then you have to take it somewhere <laughs> and dump it. Exactly. That actually is, I think, a real. Flavor. It exists. It exists. Yeah. I, I had it. Wait, this is the honesty hour with Sam Hamilton. Yeah. Cute to your sound. One of the things I tell people is like, if, you know. If you if you want to try something new, do it on premise. Do it at a bar. You know, spend five, six, seven bucks on something. And if you don't like it, no big deal. Yeah. But to to sit there and stare at a bottle that you absolutely hate, 
chaos. It's it's a hard thing to do. You know, yeah. I, I can't waste things. I mean, oh my I'm God. part of the clean plate club. So well, that's that part is of the, a magical. The, the beauty of the on premises. That's where people get to try new things. Try new things. It's kind of almost a risk free. Yeah, you're gonna pay seven bucks, eight bucks for a snifter of something new. But ask the bartender, hey, what's your favorite? And they're gonna obviously look behind them and say like, oh, try this. Hey, you want to try something else? Try this. And you might spend twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. But now you've tried three. Sketch notes, take a picture of it on your phone. I mean, it's not hard, but just like, like you said, Nate. I mean, that's how you you're gonna expose yourself to brands you're gonna eventually love. Soccer question, really fast. Yeah. So as we're recording this, it's basically uh, right after the departure of Ozzy Alonso and the day before the uh, jer- the kit launch. Yeah. There's rumors on the internet. We'll leave those aside for right now. Just you don't have how to. are you feeling about this upcoming season right now? Do you have a special announcement? <laughs> well, I, cre- I, cre- I just created. Have been going well. We'll find out tomorrow morning. Yeah, I just created a bacon uh, vodka jersey for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, I, it looks I just it. like I the one it. that you mass produced. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Hashtag Adidas. Uh, I feel good about it. I mean, I, you know, I, I've listened to a couple of you guys' most recent podcasts. Like, Thank you. Know, you talked about this. And, um, you know, the Jordan Morris thing, I'm a little bit kind of on the fence on that. Like, yeah. I, I really hope the best yeah. for him. And yeah. I think I, I really believe he has it in him. I, I hope this is his year where all of a sudden he's like, bazing. Here it is. This year. I, Bazinga. Hey, what is that thing on the left side of my butt? Bo- that's a foot. A foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm I've got two of them. <laughs> I believe in him. And I, and I think that if he can stay healthy, I mean, I think that he's going to go places, right? But he's got he's to prove himself. And we got to start. We got He's got to prove himself early. Uh, but I am super stoked for Roldan this year. I, he's just getting better yeah. and better and better. Yeah, his um, best kept his, secret his arc, his, his sure. development arc if, is just I mean, absolutely. If word gets out, then maybe he's going to get poached. I don't know. But and the fact just, that he's. I feel like he likes it here, though. I think so, too. His, yeah. his family's here. I mean, he's he's got roots here. Uh, I think that he's he's kind of like this beast in the middle of the field, and I, I want to keep him. You know, I think he's. He's worth it. Well, this is a chance for him to be in the number six or the number eight role, which he hasn't been in, you know, other than a couple of fill-in spots. Yeah, consistently. He's, he's, they, we put him out at right mid. I mean, yeah, he's, he's good at what he does. He's good wherever we put him. You remember there was that hubbub when he got drafted where he said basically, like, I'm here to replace Ozzy and take Ozzy's job. Oh, really? And he, he said it. Like, that was a thing. And Immediately like, got blocked by Ozzy on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's stepping. Who hasn't, though, right? He's stepping. <laughs> Just him. He's uh, stepping into the up, shoes yeah. of the greatest sounder of the MLS era. Yeah. And that's a lot of expectation, but, like, I wish him well and want him to be successful because, like, I want my team to be good. Yeah. Ozzy liked to tweet by Grant Ruby, so I, I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Ozzy liked to tweet by the Flounders B team. Didn't know it was created by the guy he blocked. Yeah. He's like, you, why can't you be more like this oh, Flounders like, B team? <laughs> but seriously, um, uh yeah, I mean, it, this this season, this upcoming season, I think it, season has a lot of question marks as we're recording. Oh, a, yeah, we're a soccer rumor, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a rumor just dropped that uh, Lodero uh, is is uh, being approached right now with a serious o- offer from Boca. Um, that's from Colin Lamont. He usually doesn't drop that kind of shit. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't drop that kind Willy of nilly. shit. Willy-nilly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightly. impact. Especially since it, it does have impact to to this team and and where we are, especially the day before a what's probably going to be an underwhelming uh, kit sponsorship deal. 
with Zulily, and uh, this isn't going out till next week, so don't even worry about it. Next uh, week, you mean next season? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Congratulations, Belgium. Where did we get that? Where did we get that information from? <laughs> a lot of folks, a lot of sources are confirming on the internet. Well, they just it, there's mm-hmm. there's sources what, that are, are you, saying that it's it's Zulily. And I mean, until yeah. we're told, I mean, we, we'll take what we'll take it as word because so you're you're yeah. you're overthinking this, Tim. So, what do you guys you're think over- of like a, a kid sponsor? Like we talked about all the uh, there's all these theories going on. Like who's going to be the kid sponsor, and what do they get out of right. it? Obviously, Xbox was cool. Yeah, they had this cool factor. Um, until it's you, until you're wearing the kit in Vegas. Like, oh, is there a convention? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. we have a soccer team, man. Yeah. I had a you boss. Heard of the Xboxers? I had a, bo- a boss been, two years ago yet. that said. I had a boss two years ago at work that said, "I like your Xbox shirt." I'm like, <laughs> so I actually have a take on this that I've I've kind of shared on the show, yeah. but yeah. just Xbox and Microsoft are a global brand. Mm-hmm. If you're going to part with Xbox then you should be moving to another global brand. And so for me, uh, I like I was saying, please don't be Amazon. Please don't be Amazon for a host of reasons. Mm-hmm. Please don't be Delta Airlines for personal reasons. But to me, you can't go from Xbox, which is Microsoft, to name of clothing retailer on Facebook that I had to Google to find out what it is. And so the thing is, is like, I guess, dumb analogy. When you're dating like the hottest girl on the block, like everybody else is a disappointment. But like, this is a disappointment. Like the, the the Xbox tier, for for me anything another airline, oh, sorry sorry an airline, Emirates, right? Like, I, I, ugh, it's disappointing, honestly. Like, it I, might be disappointing, but it's also kind of like expected. If they if it's Delta, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you know, I mean, Delta gets something out of it. It's good PR for them. It's the it, you know reinforced kind of the local aspect of the market. I get it, but yeah. And if if the if if Zulily's tagline is the you know the multi-billion-dollar uh, clothing company you've never heard of. That's I don't know how this is going to help. Well, that's not right? the tagline, but that's the fast right, company right, articles right. going on about them. Right, so right. I'll say this, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass right now. But like for me, my favorite brands are all local. Like my favorite brands, and I said this I think on Nerd Farmer once. Like if I was starting when I started the show, my dream was to be sponsored by T-Mobile because I've been with T-Mobile since the Bush administration, Alaska Airlines, and Sparkle Donkey, right? And mm-hmm. so Sparkle Donkey's Thank not going to be on the Sounders jersey for no. g- for very obvious Probably. reasons. Probably we, we'll, we'll, we'll find, find out tomorrow. <laughs> in the bloodstream of the players. <laughs> it was a much cheaper yeah. buy for the T-shirt that. underneath. Luis yeah. Diaz is, is carrying on the field with him. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, We're just throwing he bottles. He just got that Halbert thing. No, it's thing. a drink. No, <laughs> T-shirt cannon. Just yeah. <laughs> but the, the money's cannon. there, right? Because yeah. so T-Mobile said that we want to spend a bunch of money uh, putting our name on the Safe stadium yeah. of this dead-end so- dead baseball team that never wins anything. Mm-hmm. And they didn't put their name on the front of my soccer team jersey. And that low-key is like, ugh. Yeah. As when, it, when it comes to sponsorship, I, I like Nate's idea. I mean, I'm already fired up about these things. I already use these products. You know, I would love for one. I don't. I'm not going to pick up uh, whoever it is, Zulily, because it's on the sh- shirt of my favorite team. I'm like, what the fuck. It's it's now. I'm not. I'm probably not the demo. I mean, I don't order a whole lot of stuff well, online. Well, you're not the demo. I, I think that's and that's what's kind of confusing about if that partnership is the one mm-hmm. uh, that comes to fruition. After all, is like. I don't. I don't think. And I haven't, admittedly, been to. They were just a block away for a long time. But I haven't been to their site maybe in five, four years. And I don't think that they actually do athletic gear, right? Do they do? I mean, they do running, yoga, jogging. You know, obviously, that's what it is. Women's yoga shit. Yeah. 
I haven't looked at Zulily.com, uh, so if it's like I I wonder what they get out of a partnership like that, and it maybe it's about you know transcending their you know core demographic, and maybe they're saying like or, hey, we can appeal to yeah. soccer fans in general, and I think that soccer fans in general in, in general probably skew more female than NFL or I mean there's no women's NFL league, there's no women's yeah. baseball league, there's women's World Cup this year. Mm-hmm. It could be that this is like a good step towards them saying, hey, listen, we are an athletics company and we want to be that in Seattle and we're going to, you know, segue that into Women's World Cup. I mean, it is it is tough to to wrap your head around, but if you just stop and think like, hey, women are 50% of the demo yeah. and there are plenty of, of women Sounders fans, so why can't we, and like, hey, welcome to the club. Yes, and sure. that initial core demographic is also aging with the club. And so that might be shifting you know what the what the marketing focus is we got to cut this out hot take take hot xbox uh-huh was better for the sounders uh-huh than and zulily is better for zulily so a whole bunch of folks who've and so so zulily is getting exactly what they want a whole bunch of folks who have never heard their billion dollar company brand mm-hmm. is going to be on the on the jersey of the seattle soccer team playing all over the country and so xbox gave credibility to the seattle sounders and now it's reversed. Oh, interesting, yeah. So <clears throat> think of all the... So that my counterpoint to that, and I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just playing devil's advocate. The devil my, don't need an advocate, son. <laughs> <laughs> How many kit sponsors for Dallas? Do you give a shit about Advocare? Do you give a shit about any of these well, but that's the point, other right? national teams? Have you Googled what what it is these kit sponsors do? Yeah, that's the, that's the point, though, right? Yeah. If you think about the analogy, so uh, we were dating the, again, the hottest partner. We went from Giselle Bunch into Snooki. You can't. I'm thinking. You're not going to edit that I'm out. Gonna, You're not going to edit it I'm out. Not, I'm not. Put it at the I'm end. Trying to. No, don't edit it out. He's right. Outtakes. It's, Outtakes. It's problematic, but he's right. I'm not cutting it. You know what? I think the Sparkle Donkey is talking now. Nope. Apparently, we've did. got shot glasses. <laughs> this is new. Well, you know, just mix it up a little bit. Uh, Steve, yeah, you, you we're should mixing wrap, it up. You should wrap this up because we haven't eaten dinner. <laughs> well, I want to talk about. I want to make sure that you guys get a chance to talk about your goalkeeping careers, and I want to want to talk about what else Sparkle Donkey is doing on the national stage. You've got relationships with other clubs, oh. and uh, what does that look like? So, for the record, the glasses just came out. This is going to be problematic. Yep. I, I seen it. We're like, you one. might not hear me anymore on this. So, Hello. I'm just going to, you know. We're Hello. one, we're one we drink away from so we've crying in each other's uh, sweatshirts. Oh, we're doing it. We, we've, we've talked about we've, the We've literally split cinnamon. One, one, four drinks between four of us so far. So, I think we're we're probably okay. It was mostly ice. Yeah. 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 Mostly ice. Yeah, mostly ice. Eventually, it melts. Just, yeah, we're fine. All right. So, let's move on to the Anejo. You. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got the cinnamon uh, in my hand. Time warp. See, I'm ahead right. of you, baby. I'm ahead of you. Yeah. I got a beverage here. <laughs> so, I mean, let's let's talk about talk about your goalkeeping career and yeah, okay. the at the so same time. Indoor goalkeeping. goalkeeping. Oh man. So my uh, my wife works for Fred Hutch, and she got uh, recruited for the uh, the Hutch United. Um, Hutch is that United an indoor FC. corporate team? <laughs> and here's the ringer. It's the company team. So um, so they uh, they. I was going to the games because, like, you know, like everybody, like, oh, I played a lot in high school. Yeah, I dabbled in college, you know, like, and it's, you know, I'm, my wife laughs at this statement, but even now I'm 45 years old and, like, you know, it, I get injured real quickly. 
but I still think in the back of my head that if I just put in the time, I could go pro. I still, I still think I know it's not real. It's not too late. I know it's not right. real, but I still feel like God. If I could only put in the time, I could have sparkalo. <laughs> I'm right there. I, I'm right there. If I could just lose about. 50 pounds. Yeah. I bet you I can throw this football over that mountain. Uh, Yeah, I'm still there. I still got it. My core is still good. That's right. We've talked about on the show, you know, goalkeepers goalkeepers age well because your your mind, you read the game, you've made all your mistakes and you've learned from all the mistakes. You don't get, oh, you don't get beat too many times twice, you know, and the difference between field players and goalkeepers is your knees are still relatively good. You know, you, you're sharp where kids can run for days, but they just haven't made the mistakes. And, and at, at, at some point, when you're when you're really, really fast, DeAndre Edlin, you just rely on that tool and you never work on uh, maybe now that Jordan Morris has got a bum wheel, he has to, you know, be a little bit more creative. Compared to baseball, yeah. your fastball ain't working anymore. Man, now you got to pick up a slider. Now you have to work on a changeup. Sure. No. Sorry. You all right? You're Jamie Moyer. Yeah. I'm Jaime Moyer. <laughs> 14 generation. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> so I, well, yeah, I, I was. I, I won't. I won't lie. I was not a good goalkeeper. I mean, they recruited me because like I was the chubby guy on the side. You know, they're like, you know, let's do him. Let's throw him a bone. You got to be He's really gotta, good or yeah. take up a lot of space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they they brought me they brought me on board and I played uh, goal for goal for like maybe a year and a half and then I. You know, as goalies are wont to do, I tweak my finger on just and of course we played like, you know, indoor D at Magnuson. Like it's hey. not we're not pro by any stretch. It's like D one and then we got demoted D two. But there's always like these guys that somehow sink down to D level, probably C level would be but these guys should be playing A. Like these guys are rocket ships. At Tacoma Soccer Center, my man wore a jersey called Trey Two K. Still can't stand him. Still can't stand him. Had no business in D League. None. None. I'm like, why are you doing step overs against women in co ed? Stop that stuff. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. And so 100%. as a goalie, you're just like, oh no, man. I'm not that guy. Oh, that guy. He's back. Anyway, so I did not stop one of the, the shots and it tweaked my finger. And I was like, my goalie career is done. I'm a guitarist. I don't know. I'm delicate. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's true. You, typically, what ends up happening to goalkeepers, we we survive the knees, but it's it's usually the concussions or the 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 digits, the digits where your fingers, yeah. you know, uh, I think Stephen Fry calls it his like spider leg because it is just it was jacked. Oh yikes! It just yep. don't, that yeah, That'll it's do not it. it's crooked. That'll do it. So yeah, um, so indoor soccer, I still you know dabble, but uh, I got to get back into it. There's an, indoor, there's an indoor soccer team in Tacoma. You heard of them? I live Star- up in the CD, so Stars. my 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 spot's Magnuson or First Ave right here. So. There's a pro soccer team. <clears throat> pro indoor, yeah. The so- I want to go to the games. Game Stars, Friday. Yeah. Game Friday. Well, the Stars, I mean, they, they, they've also tried to make themselves uh, weekend friendly, just like the Tacoma um, S2. Uh, so that's something I would love. I would lo- I would love to get you down in Tacoma with us for S two match. Yeah, uh, like I enjoy your company. You would enjoy the S two experience. Yeah, man. Well, I see you tweet tweet all about. Yeah, it, it's, it's just it's, it's it's soccer like it should be. Like I I always said that I wish I could bring the passion that happens at CenturyLink into a smaller venue, and that happens with Open Cup. Mm-hmm. And that's what my experience S two is. And I just I just really really enjoy it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah. Well, I. 
have two season tickets, so you can probably be my plus one. Hey. Dude, in it, in it. I mean, I'll probably be at the children's center with my child jumping yeah. around on the toys the whole time. <laughs> so I'm not even going to so use like my next, ticket. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have like, a couple extra tickets next year, too, I think, right? Yep. yep. So this Mine is settled down in front of me, so I'm just going to keep drinking it, and then mm-hmm. I'm yeah. really going to back out of this. Okay, so the Anejo. <laughs> Did we talk about the Anejo yet? I think so. Two years aged. I mean, we, we pass it around. Did you get some, or did you? I've been sipping on every one awesome. of them. Okay. Um, yeah. Steven started pouring himself glasses. That's our, that's our Well, he brought it to me, and I'm yeah. like, I'm hey, what's going on here? Glass. And he put a bottle in front of me. It's better than the front that or the bottom one, of me. You had asked about some other brands I like. That yeah, yeah. Sotol? That's, that's, out of, that's out of Chihuahua State. It's a Sotol, and it's called Hacienda de Chihuahua. And it's, it's one of my favorites. It's not like a tequila. It has much more earth to it. But, man, I, that's, I love that stuff. Woo! So that's the Hacienda de Chihuahua Sotol. Another one is that Cimarron. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. like one of my favorites right now, too. I worked, used to work for Miller Beer. Uh, back that's my oh, first job right in this business. And uh, it's incredible. The training that they put you through, they flew us to Milwaukee and just a bunch of like 21, 22-year-olds like, no way. Uh, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, youth from uh, uh, youth from around the around the country all getting trained to be on-premise reps for, for Miller uh, for this you know on-premise program that they were running. And but one of the things that they taught us is like just the importance of place. And it's like this first, second, last. First, second, last because people read from left to right. Huh. The, the 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 furthest most the furthest most bottle to the left is usually the one that gets called the most. First, second, or on a menu. First, second, last. Huh. And usually, I don't know. It seems to me <clears throat> we were at a uh, a fancy restaurant the other night in Tacoma. Olive nice. Garden. It wasn't the Olive Garden. It was actually <laughs> it's the, the brand new Olive Garden. So it was, have you know, uh, and it wasn't and the old Olive Garden. Nate, uh, uh, I think Sarah and I would like you to, to take you there. Uh, you and Hope there, the Cliff House uh, in Northeast oh, Tacoma. Yeah. I don't know if you've been there. That, that joint on your is way to Dash Point. Legit. Legit. Is legit. 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 But legit. Do you have plans for Women's World Cup this year? Uh, my wife and I went to mm. Women's World Cup final last year. Oh, last nice. minute. The night before we decided to drive up there. Oh, uh, we up bought Vancouver? tickets. Yeah, up to Vancouver. That was that so was, great. Oh, my God. That was so much fun. I mean, we drove there that morning, went to the game, drove back that night. It was a blast. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I'd, I'll, I'll follow my teams. Uh, right on. I'm a little bit kind of all over the board. They're going to France. Oh, we're, yeah? yeah, we're traveling. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, we're Sponsored traveling. by the Donks. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll give you guys an awake, uh, a 50 mil uh, Hell way yeah. Bag. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's no limit to how many 50 mils you can bring on a plane. On your... <laughs> I'm watching I mean, you. You wait, can't wait, drink them on the plane. Is it like the, the plane, three, two, but... one rule or something like that with the toiletries, or is it a different limit no, you, altogether? No, this no, is I'm... shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> you heard of mane and tail? What's... Well, this is Sparkle Donkey. Sparkle Donkey shampoo. So what's this one? Sparkle Donkey conditioner. What's this? One. Sparkle donkey, wet cream, cream rinse, reposado means <laughs> means body and bounce. <laughs> Sparkle donkey coffee creamer. I don't know. Oh, I love it. I love it. No, I, I've gone actually gone through uh, security <laughs> with like four quart bags full of minis because there's technically no. And limit they're like, to all right. Anything. And they're like, uh, I'm like, I own a liquor company. Trade show, and they're like, okay, <laughs> we have like. 30 yeah women's world cup uh for sure my of course like my teams i of course usa but also mexico sure also germany, germany. also korea I, uh love uh, the korean teams why? um i mean are you a, a I had an korean ex-girlfriend descent? that was korean <laughs> hey. and we went to the uh world cup in korea and so korea fighting i saw korea versus germany in the semifinal match and i 
just am a fan of the Korean obsession with with soccer, with football. So it's it's just one of those teams that I I love. Um, I've always asked friends when they're traveling to get me a soccer jersey. So I have this. I have like an Iranian jersey in my closet. Uh, national team. I have you know of course the 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 standards Brazil and Argentina, but Colombia. You know it's just I love I love World Cup because. You, your alliances can shift so much, you know, mm-hmm. per game. You're like, yes. Well, yeah, last Cameroon? year for the for the Men's World Cameroon. Cup, right, uh, I, there was this whole debate Nigeria. as to whether you could, as a USA fan, support Mexico. Yeah. And We're it's dumb, like, right? of course you can. <laughs> of course, we are so basket. dumb. I'm going to try this. Oh, I, no, no I, love, I thought you were done. I love no. Mexico, but <laughs> when it comes to El Tree, I'm like, uh, I remember the Emerseos and the yeah, Trump I'd like to give that man, a little but, but a little sample too, if the, I can. Who's the 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 big bruiser? I don't remember his name. <clears throat> Borga? No, forget it. I'm, I've had yeah, some I the name of the York. guy that was there. I think he plays for uh, Chelsea, but uh, the um, uh, the, the the right wing that starts with an L. Young oh, dude, just like Shisa. <laughs> we got Fix that in post. <laughs> anyway, just uh, a little sip. Borgetti. That's the guy I was thinking about. Okay. From, oh. from a couple of years what back. What's happening in my mouth? Interesting, huh? If I had a nickel. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we got to pause and talk about this. The the Sotolo that you were uh, that you were raving about? Raving about? From, from mom's yeah. country, from Chihuahua. From Chihuahua State. I, that's Holy like cats. one of those undiscovered gems that it just tastes so different. It's still in a gobby spirit. Got a, it's got a it's, really sweet nose, but it's also got a very crisp front of the mouth kind of uh, zing to it, which is gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's wild agave. It's, uh, they mm. harvest wild agave, and they use a, use a French uh, champagne yeast. Oh, um, yeah. So it just... We did that on a cider once, Nathan. New, I think it's new French oak, so unused French oak. Um, while mm. most tequilas will use... Um, you know whiskey barrels. We that is this. magical. Oh, I got to yeah. take a picture Are you of that. Whiskey barrels for uh, for sparkle donkey. Yeah, we use uh, old, I believe, Brown Foreman um, uh, barrels. Uh, so we uh, we get them across the border in a couple of days. So, we so you call take them down wet whiskey wash. Okay. So you don't bring the distilled spirits into the country. You take the barrels down. Yeah. Okay. The thing with Mexico is everything has to be fully bottled, blended, packaged, taped up, just so, to kind of keep the the tradition. Yeah, because it's very protected. So you actually can't bring in any agave spirit unless it's a mixto unbottled huh. so you can bring up a mixto up here and then bottle it in kentucky or tennessee or washington right but uh, any 100 agave you cannot bring out of the country unless it's been mm. bottled up and sealed so they got pretty good export control on that then i mean it's good just for them it's number I mean, one you know yeah. money maker in mexico it's huh. very protected you know rightfully so so what what's the hardest part about marketing this product do you think well, Just out of curiosity, not asking for trade secrets <laughs> well, I mean, or anything. No, no. With with the the the, the catchy name and mm-hmm. the, and the kind of uh, the the levity, do you have a hard time people taking you seriously? You know, it's, there is some pushback sometimes because, especially with like tequila purists, you know, they'll they'll have their their spirits brands um, and they've invested in the heritage, the authenticity of the uh, agave spirits which is valid right um and i think that they look at sparkle donkey and there's some feeling perhaps people are like are you making fun of it um or are you paying homage to it and we we believe that we are you know paying this kind of respect to this story we just believe that you can have a really fun story 
and it's made up, right? It's, it's yeah. really about the importance of heritage. I don't know. It's really about what you like. And there's a lot of fantastic tequila. I mean, you guys are looking at the bar behind mm-hmm. me. I mean, I love tequila and I love trying new tequilas um, and finding new favorites with characteristics that I've not tried before and that might not be present in my own tequila, right? Um, but I think there's, you know, outside of the discovery, uh, people that try Sparkle Donkey, they say it's it's delicious, right? Yeah. I mean, we... Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, uh, what, got 93 out of 100? 93 points for our silver. Um, uh, it was like the second highest rated silver on the website. It's uh, BTI, uh, which is the largest online rating um, Beverage rating Tasting site. Institute or something? <clears throat> Beverage Tasting Institute. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, we got 93 points, uh, which is, I think there was only one brand that was higher than us at the time. I, probably some new ones have popped out that are maybe higher or lower, but um, so the silver is very classic, and I think when, when people try it, they like it. Uh, as far as, you know, you're, you asked a question about like marketing it. Um, I mean, really, it's about you know, people talk about lips to glass, uh, you know, juice to lips, farm to table. You know, everybody has these like colloquialisms that they, you know, throw out when it comes to really just having people try it. Yeah. You know? um, that was my first thought when you said, hey, are you taking this seriously? And that's what people ask you. My response, my first response would be, well, have you have you tasted it? Because yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you line them up and, and blind taste test. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, are you kicking the crap out of heavily marketed you know, uh, like the one that I was just talking about, the Patrons and things. Now, is that without, you know, throwing shade, blah, 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 industry, are there tequilas that really don't, this just all marketing, it's just all name recognition, it's just all people regurgitating what they've been told and they go, oh, I'm supposed to like this because it's expensive or I'm supposed to like this because it's been, you know, filtered through the mountains of Big Red. <laughs> uh, well, uh, <laughs> the mountains, uh, the Rio Rio Tinto, Rojo Grande. Well, listen, it's the the raw ingredients for tequila are agave, right? So our distillery has <laughs> your mind was full of the vision it of the cinnamon, take, it the cinnamon river of Jalisco State. All right. Uh, I'm done. So you have like the, the agave prices have gone up like 600 times wow. over the past uh, uh, or 600% in the last um, like 10 years. I mean, agave prices are skyrocketing, raw agave. Because of scarcity, supply and demand, or is it just because now they know that people are starting to <clears throat> Well, think about it. The, the, want the, the raw materials. The harvest cycle is like seven years, eight years. So, you know, there's this, this long runway between when you plant and when you harvest. And so historically... There's been a shortage of tequila, so everybody plants agave, and then there's a glut. Prices go down, and then nobody plants agave, and then all of a sudden there's a, a shortage, and it's everybody like beef plants. production. It just you hear oil. those stories about beef production, where like a, a particular a particular type of beef gets really popular, and everybody yeah. invests yeah, yeah. in it. I mean, so okay. I, I think one thing that Mexico Mexican farmers are doing now is that they've recognized that the it's sustainable this this high price. It's the highest it's ever been in history, and they realize that people will pay that amount. And so the industry tells us that it's about to stabilize, but people are paying high prices and it's probably gonna stay that way. Maybe it'll go down a little bit, um, but tequila production is at an all time high. I mean, it's 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 blowing up and it has been blowing up for the last 10 years. Uh, but as far as like, you know, you talk about some of these brands that cost a hundred bucks, 80 bucks, whatever, um, like we know how much tequila costs to produce, mm-hmm. right? 
And so you think, well, where's the other the rest of that money going? It's going towards buying the billboards. It's going towards paying, you know, sea level people the money. Uh, it's it's going towards somewhere, right? And it's a big game. I mean, spirits, alcohol is a hugely marketed, um, highly regulated but highly marketed industry, and I mean, there's a lot of money in it. So our goal was to say, hey, listen, it's it's a business for sure. But with Sparkle Donkey, we want to come out with something that's affordable, that tastes great, that looks cool, that's fun, that's that's fun to drink, fun to talk about. Because uh, that's really where, how we're going to cut through the mustard. Because we, we can't afford to buy the billboard. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, what can we do to help? Uh, just besides drink your product. I mean, can we? <laughs> can we like guerrilla warfare? Can we, as as a hundred of us, just you know, <laughs> casually go into the same establishment like three times a day? Hey, you got sparkle on? Yeah, sparkle on. You know, that's actually the best thing to do. I mean, to, to be honest, like just go and ask for sparkle on everywhere you are. For sure. I mean. Or ask your bar to carry it. Like, uh, it, if you don't see it, be like, hey, it'd be awesome if you guys carried it. You know, we local brand or whatever. Because for me to go to a bar and say, can you guys carry my my, my spirit, my product, my, you know. Right. Uh, because it's yours. They're, they're going, eh, because that's they get, supply they get side economics. Reps. They get approached yeah. by sales reps all the time. And <laughs> their, their question is like, I can buy a bottle off Stefan, but can I sell it? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's a whole different phenomenon when a customer comes in there and says, hey, you know, I really like this Sparkle Donkey tequila. Can you guys bring it into the bar? Because then the manager is like, hey, there's a customer of ours. Like, he or she's going to drink it. So, of course, I'll bring it in. Like, we're I'll come in it. three times. I'll put on, like, some glasses and a fake mustache. <laughs> you know? yeah. we, got a, we got a regular table that we're posting at at the Central. So, if we ask that manager... Anyway, well, yeah. oh, are they bringing it back, you said? Down in so, Tacoma, yeah. uh, our, our, our buddy at... Uh, at Doyle's would yeah. would like to uh, he would yeah Russ Heaton probably for, already carried uh, if he doesn't carry Doyle's right now public he, house, he he wants to put together mind. some sort of promo with you guys oh, for sure, if that's man. possible yeah I know so. I've known Russ from back in the distributor he gave oh, me word, a number word, but I didn't word. call it until I was given permission <laughs> I want you to block you me you already Twitter. cut off you're like but what about Sparkle Donkey he's like oh god yeah. no. <laughs> son of a <laughs> it's time to go what a trip to Jalisco <laughs> and well you know speaking of of time to go um, this has been an absolutely magical adventure uh, spending time with you, drinking these <laughs> these magical beverages, and we might hang out for a little while. But Hope I think so. we're going to turn off the uh, we're going to turn off the recorder at this point and just kind of oh, BS with our new friend Stefan yeah, here no, and, I, and, and, and and talk about uh, what's next. Yeah, absolutely. congrats, I mean, Belgium, and just like totally thanks, guys, for even being totally. interested and and uh, advocating for us out there. I mean, we're you know I'm a big soccer fan, and obviously all about Sounders, all 100%. about MLS. And you know, in every market we're at, we, we try to you know ingrain, uh, ingratiate ourselves with with soccer fans. And I think Sparkle Donkey and soccer it just works. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. The oh. best part about it is is you're here in front of us. We're right not here. You know, you you're a real person. You're local. It's not mm-hmm. something that is from Kentucky or. You know, whatever. Uh, we're not in Mexico yeah. right now, and everything tastes better in Mexico. But I'm just saying, you're right in front of us. You're a local dude. Yeah, well, and Nate you're and I were just fan. there. We could vouch for that. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Especially the Kramer. So we yeah. didn't ask. Uh, we forgot to ask about the. Um, listener questions. I don't. I, I looked yeah, a few minutes ago, but um, we. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have thing. listener screams. That's we what have, we have. Uh, can't believe this shit. Throws of eighties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other relationships with other clubs. How formal are they? What do you? Uh, what do you do with? Uh, you, you've you've been doing a lot of work with uh, Atlanta United and with Minnesota United. Do you want to talk about that a little bit on yeah, this yeah, Sounders I mean, podcast? The thing is, I know. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's like you, you, you know, separate the, the, the art from the man, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it's like, uh, no, it's, I mean, listen, I, I am who I am and I'm, you know, obviously I'm, I'm Sanders turned through myself. Uh, as a company though, we have, we have, you know, presence here. We have presence in Georgia. We have presence in, in Minnesota and like five other states, only two or two or three others uh, that have MLS teams. But I mean, when I'm in Georgia, I mean, I'll tell you what, man, that the level of excitement there for Atlanta United is palpable and it's, it's only rivaled by yeah. Sounders. I mean, it's, uh, and I go down there for, I met my wife down there, um, on business, like Atlanta's near and dear to my heart. Um, so when I heard Atlanta was getting a team, I was like, man, I got to be part of this as much as possible and help these guys out. And I, I reached out to them the year before they uh, started their, uh, like, so three years ago and they were like, Five guys, and you know, and and, and the supporter and I, group. Yeah, the supporter group was, it was small because they were, you know, uh, doing like the, the USL, and and they were kind of scattered between like Chattanooga's team and this other team, mm-hmm. and um, and they were, I mean, they they knew something was happening, but I reached out to them, I'm like, listen, guys, from day one, I know you're not getting your your team for another year. Like, I want to be. Help, let me know how I can help. Let me know, Sparkle Donkey at the party. Let me know just how I can do anything for you. It doesn't have to be formal, whatever. And that has blossomed into something just that's incredible because one cool thing about Atlanta is you can tailgate there. And so they have these huge tailgate parties. And I mean, it's like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. And you talk to them and they have mad respect for Seattle. They talk about, God, what you guys, the march, the match, uh, what you guys do, the kind of democracy in action, how how ECS is just, you know, all over the place with, you know, the, the TFOs and mad respect. And... So being a being kind of a part of that community, whenever I go there, of course we try to catch games, but uh, it's 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 neat, you know, and it's I feel really proud that Sparkle Donkey could be a part of, you know, not just you know Seattle soccer, but also Atlanta soccer and also Minnesota soccer, you know, and you know we we want to be a part of uh, of soccer nationwide, ideally, you know. Well, Atlanta's going to be coming to Seattle this year, right? Yep. Yeah. So maybe we should uh, work something out. You guys should do a podcast here at the office. We'd love to. We'll, I just said that. You didn't invite. read this. Yes. You, you read the sign I was holding <laughs> up. <laughs> I thought that was the, my line. Oh, that, that, that's a prompt. Uh, Son of a bitch. Uh, yes, that's a great idea, Tim. Uh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> that's one thing. Okay, that's Look one over thing at him with a gentle do. smile. <laughs> oh, God. I, 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 Wrong cue card. Wrong cue card. There's too many cue cards. Who do I look at? Which camera's on? Which camera's on? Which mic is hot? Oh, man. So are you guys going to get involved with uh, Broccolini FC down there in Austin? Oh. (laughs) What a shame, man. That's like, what a tarnished uh, legacy. Honestly, I feel bad for them. If if Austin can just embrace the, the, I'm the enemy, public enemy, then fine. Roll with it. I mean, they could be the new San Jose if they play it right. <laughs> if they, you know, no shirts, that, FC. Play your cards right. You could be the... <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, it, it could be the whipping boy of the entire I would, league. I would hate to be... I, I want a soccer team, but if, if we had to take somebody else's soccer team, and it would just suck. Like, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma's sure doing fine with our basketball well, team. But, know, they right? didn't, but they didn't end up taking some... They ended up trying to take somebody's soccer team having a roots conversation in the naming of the soccer team and then building a crest around that fake lineage and then having to live with it. Go ahead. Do your <laughs> 14 years. <laughs> 14, of, 14 years. generations of soccer. 14 generations. Austin FC has been ever present in everyone's minds. 
Finally, the dream is becoming a reality. Uh, there you go. We're going to end with that, ladies and gentlemen. Over for that. that is a Watch wrap. Watch them take my voice for that. <laughs> the next press release, I'm like, wait, whoa, that's me. <laughs> I'm, I, the yeah. heritage story no one has heard about. <laughs> and with that, ladies and gentlemen, this is a wrap. You've been listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. Awesome Flounders time, B guys. Team is a production of <laughs> Channel 253. <laughs> and that is it. Thank you so much. Once again, so much thanks to Black Rock Spirits for uh, uh, coming on and talking with us and engaging with us in this conversation. Uh, we, we, we really love that you're a Seattle citizen as a, as a company, and we definitely support your products. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, thank Sanders. you so for much for, for being here. Go Sounders. Turn a blue forever green. Hopefully good news tomorrow on the kit sponsorship. And uh, congratulations, Belgium. This is Channel 253. Here we are at Black Rock Distillery, main offices here in Capitol Hill. Is this Capitol Hill? No, it's Sodo. Sodo, okay. Somebody said Capitol Hill. No, Black Rock Spirits. Black Rock See, this is why we're doing the pre-funk. That's all right. He'll, he'll put on his podcast. Somebody said it was in Cap. I thought it was in Capitol Hill. Maybe it's the first Ave made me. You see Hill, man? Yeah. There is no Hill. I remember where we parked. Don't be a dick. 